it's like, you know what, until you actually get out there, you don't know what you're capable of. And, and you can surprise yourself almost, you know, every day you can surprise yourself. This runs radio episode 522 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, um, it's that time of the year when uh, new shoes are starting to come out, and that means that the uh, the old shoes got to go, and they're probably going to be marked down, and that is certainly the case over on the Ultra website at the moment. Um, as this show gets released on uh, the 24th of January, there are a few different types of shoes, both trail shoes and road shoes, that are uh, marked down. Um, I don't know what the percentage is, probably about 40% or so, something like that, uh, from like 110 to, to like 65, 70, something like that. So you can, you can do the math, but, uh, if, if you're looking to get a new pair of, of ultras, uh, like I said, road shoes or trail shoes, there's a couple different varieties of, of each that are available, um, and on sale. Um, now's the time because the new models are coming out or if you just want the new models, shoot, go get the, go get the new stuff while it's, while it's still hot and still fresh. Um, but, uh, disruns.com slash ultra is my affiliate link to go through ultra. Uh, if you want to, uh, get yourself a pair of shoes there. It throws a few shekels into my bank account as well, which helps to keep the, uh, the lights on. And it, it does all that at no additional cost to you. It, it, uh, it's just a, a nice, one of those simple ways to support the show. Uh, if you don't have a, a, a local shop that sells ultras in your area, um, if you do use, use them, but if you don't, you're going to get them online. Um, disruns.com slash ultra a L T R a, uh, to keep, help keep the lights on, help keep the show going. And, uh, it'd be appreciated. So anyway, Without any further ado, it is time to go ahead and dive into today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today I'm chatting with one of my uh, fellow ultra ambassadors, and uh, if past experience is any indicator, um, those crazy ultra people always have plenty of fun stories to share and, and talk about along the way, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much confident that today's going to be no exception. Um, I guess today runs pretty much all the distances, has coached track cross-country for close to a decade, or even maybe a little bit more than that at this point, um, and is all about getting people of all ages and abilities excited about running in, in his local community and, and online as well. So uh, it's, it's definitely a pleasure, and he's also an ambassador in case anybody's interested uh, for uh, the 2018 Eugene Marathon. So uh, if, if you're looking for a, a spring-ish race, um, he's got a little discount code. We might hook you up with that as well. But uh, anyway, all that said, um, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to uh, introduce Mr. Ben Calabretta to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Ben. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Denny. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the, the pleasure is certainly mine. And, and guys, if you want to connect with Ben and, and uh, see some, some pretty... Uh, Pretty nice uh, shots of the places he runs. It's something we'll also probably talk about at some point today. But he's up in the Pacific Northwest, North Northwest, Northwest, um, <laughs> which uh, is, is always looks glorious all the time and makes us that aren't there jealous. But anyway, all that to say on Instagram at uh, and I'm not even sure how do I pronounce that there, Ben? What's pa- it? It's a Palouse, Palouse, Palouse uh, runner, yeah, Palouse runner. So at P A L O U S E underscore runner um, is the handle on Instagram. You can follow him there, and uh, the the the. Uh, Eugene Marathon discount code is there as well, but I'll also give it to you now. It's E-M-A-M-B-B-C-1-8, and that'll give you a $10 savings, which, uh, you know, it's better than a stick in the eye for sure. So if you're interested in running Eugene, grab grab his discount code and, and, and plug it in. Um, and we'll have that linked up and everything, as always, linked up in the show notes for today's episode, which you can find at disruns.com slash 522. So 
Whew, now that now that we got all that out of the way, um, it's 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 time to actually get into the to the fun stuff. So, uh, Ben, the way we always start off the show is with um, what what is is definitely on the surface a very simple and very straightforward question. Um, but for a lot of people, uh, it it uh, is one of those things that you have to think about for a second. Go, gosh, I don't know. Like it, it's it's a lot more complicated answer than it is question. But uh, just just uh, you know, we're we're going to start the way we always do, and that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Uh, yeah, you know, um, I knew this, I knew this question was coming and, um, I did think it was going to be kind of a simple answer. Um, and then more, I started thinking about it. Um, I, they're really, like you mentioned, I do run, um, pretty much every distance from, you know, 5k up to 50k. And, um, so it's kind of hard to like pick one cause I really appreciate the different, the different races and, and what they offer. Um, what it came down to was I was talking to my wife, Amy, uh, just this morning. And I was like, you know, I, I'm, I know, I know he's going to ask this. And I, what, you know, just from your observations, when you watch me get ready for a race, like, which one do you think I enjoy the most? And, um, and she said the half marathon. So, and I started thinking about that more. And I think it is probably the half marathon, uh, road half marathon specifically, because, um, you know, I do like to run fast or, you know, relatively fast mm-hmm. for my, for me. And, um, the half marathon is, it's, um, short enough that I can run pretty close to, to max, uh, max speed. Um, but not long enough that I'm going to kill myself at the end or feel like I'm going to die at the end. So, um, but, but like I said, it's, uh, and also, you know, I've gotten to a point where I run enough now that it doesn't like stress me out. Like I'm not really nervous about it when I'm getting ready for it, that kind of thing. Um, so I can really just enjoy myself and enjoy the lead up to the race and then the actual race and, um, and really encourage others like, you know, giving high fives and, and that kind of thing along the way. So, um, I would say, a road half marathon is, is probably the, the race that I enjoy the most. I don't even do them the most, but it's the one I enjoy the most. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's, it's the half marathon in and of itself is definitely a common answer, but I, I, I almost, um, a couple things from that one, you know, wait, wait to, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, ask, ask your wife. Cause who's, who's going to know better, you know, who, who's going to, and, and like you said, be able to, to tell kind of from the external, like, are, are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you, you know, like, how does, how does that lead up? That's, that's, that's the first time that anybody's ever, ever, um, you know, almost pass the buck to, to somebody else to help answer the question. But I think it's, I think it's genius. And, and I'd be curious how, how, how my wife uh, thinks about what my favorite distance to race is. That's, that's a, that's an interesting one. Um, but also, you know, the difference between, between the, the roads and the trails and how, you know, if it's something that, uh, um, you know, a lot of people, it's just, it's just a half marathon, but, but yeah, that you forget sometimes that, that, if you move to the trail, it's a completely different race and, and a completely different everything than, than the standard, you know, road race that, that a lot of people are familiar with. But, uh, you know, more and more people are, are finding the trails a little bit as well. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I love the trails and um, we have a pretty a pretty awesome trail system just out. I, so I live in Moscow, Idaho, which is like in the northern kind of panhandle of Idaho. And um, we have a pretty uh, amazing trail system on Moscow Mountain probably a hundred some hundred plus miles. And, um, I get out there when I can and we have a couple of races out there too. And like, I love the trails and I love being out there and the solitude and, and, um, really the views. And you mentioned the, the Instagram, you know, like taking pictures, that kind of thing is really like, I, I enjoy that aspect of it too. And, um, so there, like I said, it does like, any distance I can really find positives, um, like things that I enjoy about any distance. So, yeah, and that's yeah. I mean that's that's a runner, right? You know, give, give me give me a chance to run, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna run, even if it's not my favorite distance. Like, hey, like whatever, it's 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 a chance to get outside and and, and do my thing. So, 
um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's something that I think all of us, um, have that, that affliction as well. Um, you know, yeah. speaking of, of the location, uh, this is something that I, I thought we might get into later, but uh, since it's kind of come up twice already in the first, first few minutes, we might as well, might as well strike while the iron's hot. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm down here in uh, central Florida, which is, uh, mm-hmm. not beautiful. Um, you know, like, like <laughs> I, I can, I can take pictures of the swamp, I guess, while I'm, while I'm running, but, uh, you know, all swamps kind of look the same. Um, as, a, as opposed to like beautiful different overlooks and trails and mountains and things like that. Um, but I'm curious because I'm kind of of the belief that, you know, the grass is always greener somewhere else. But like when you get there, you're like, yeah, yeah, the grass is kind of green, but there's also some brown patches and some, some things like that as well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've got this this majestic painted vision in my head of what it would be like to live in the Pacific Northwest area and, and run and have seasons and, and, and trails and mountains and all of the things. Um, what what is there to not like? What what are the things that uh, kind of get old about living in that area and running in that area? Or am I am I right? And it really is just that majestic and beautiful and is great all the time. Oh, um, so I live uh, like I mentioned. It's it's more like the inland northwest, so it's east mm-hmm. of the Cascade Mountains, which people might be more familiar with. That's the range that's near Seattle. Um, and so the the place that I live is called the Palouse, and that's where my um, handle comes from. It's just it's a lot of rolling, a lot lot of hills. So um, regardless of whether you're on road or trails, you're going to be doing a lot of hills. Um, so it's it definitely has four seasons. It's beautiful probably seven to eight months out of the year. But so like later in the year when when it gets to fall and all the leaves fall off, it's pretty much as brown. So there's there's times where it's kind of soggy and brown and you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for spring. But, um, we definitely get all the seasons. Um, the one cool thing is though, that we are like, we're like, I'm at the foothills of essentially the Bitterroot mountains, which are, which are the border of Idaho and Montana. And then, um, we also have the Wallawa mountains down in Northeast Oregon, which is just like two hours away. And then, like I mentioned the Cascades. So I'm like surrounded by all of these great like mountains and trails and, and really different, um, climates as well. Like I run down in Hell's Canyon, which is, um, on the border of Idaho and Oregon. And that can, it's actually pretty arid and, um, can get pretty hot. Mm. Um, but then you can pretty quickly get up into snow in mm. June and July in the Wallawa mountains in Oregon. And, um, so, uh, pretty lucky to be, to have all those different options, I guess. Um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say that there's a drawback. The, the winter, the winter up here can be pretty harsh sometimes. Um, it's either a lot of snow and if, if there's not a lot of snow, it's really friggin' cold. So, mm. um, I guess that's a that's a drawback, but I, I'm a pretty big advocate of of running through the winter because it makes you mentally stronger. Um, what you know, once the weather clears up. So mm-hmm. I, I feel that that same way about running through the summer down here. Um, you know, it's yeah. it's 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 disgusting on the other end of the spectrum with with the heat and the humidity. And it's just it's just relentless uh, more often than not. But yeah, once once the weather cools down in the fall, boy, it it, it really pays off. So um, you know, different sides of the same coin. Maybe you got to you got to tough it out during the hard periods, hard parts of the year, and then when the, when the weather turns, it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. It's a uh, uh, it we get, we do get a summer here, mm-hmm. but not like what I think <laughs> that you experience down there. You know, we'll get um, specifically on the east side of the Cascades. It's uh, it's kind of it's not like high desert. It's like a basin kind of, um, but it's it's fairly fairly dry and, and hot in the summer, um, but not humid. So that's, that's, a, that's the saving grace. Like, well, I'll run in like 90 to hundred degree temperatures, but it won't feel as bad, mm-hmm. um, as if it was humid. So that's, that's good. 
yeah, it's uh, that that humidity is is no joke. But uh, you know, it, it, what, what good is it to complain about? If I, if I'm complaining about it that much, I might as well get inside and run on the treadmill. And that's 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 not going to happen. So, <laughs> nope, not going to happen. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, how'd you how'd you get into running, Ben? Have, 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 has the sport always been part of your life, or, or how did you uh, fall into this this crazy pastime that all of us uh, know and love so well? Um, it was more the so it no no it hasn't been a part of my life um, for that long. Um, you know, I have uh, I have several siblings and a couple of my older brothers. Um, when I was younger, they would tell me that they they like went out and ran like a marathon. And um, for me, um, I was just like, that is that's crazy. That, I'm pretty sure I could never do that. Um, and it took a it took a little while. And and really, it was um, you know talking with my wife Amy. This is about ten years ago, probably 2007, 2008. Talking with my wife Amy and my um, good friend Joel, who were both much more into running than I was. And, uh, Amy talked me into doing a half marathon. It was my first one. And, um, at the end that was down in Hillsboro, Oregon. And, um, at the end they gave me a beer and I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I didn't even realize that this was a thing that you could run and drink beer. But, um, so that was kind of like, I was like, you know, that was really hard, but it was kind of fun. The atmosphere was fun. And, um, so that got me into it. Um, and then, so I did get in, I did run a couple of marathons back then as well. Not, um, necessarily well, you know, and, and they, and they, they hurt pretty bad. Like I was, I was around like four to four and a half hours for those marathons. Um, and, um, so I was, I was definitely committed. I was doing the whole, like, I have a training plan. I'm going to stick to it and kind of new to the sport. So I didn't necessarily know, like, I didn't get the nuances of like how to listen to my body, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and then, uh, so then my daughter was born in like 2010 and, um, things just kind of fell off the map and, uh, I stopped running cause I got really busy and, or I felt like I was really busy mm -hmm. anyway and, and, um, put on some weight and, um, and then my son was born a couple years later. And so it was after that, that, um, I got a little more serious. Um, it was actually my, um, my older sister, Deborah, um, died of breast cancer in like 2013. I'm sorry. And, oh yeah. Thanks. Um, and it was, and she was, she wasn't, she was not like unhealthy. She was a healthy person. She ate well and, mm -hmm. um, and was very involved in like karate, <laughs> you know? So it was, um, it was just kind of like in my mind, I was like, you know, I, and I just had like pretty young kids. And, um, in my mind, I was like, I just need to make sure that I'm healthy for my mm -hmm. kids and that, you know, I can't stop it if like cancer happens or something like that, but I want to make sure that I'm doing what I can. Um, so that's when I got more serious and, um, got back into it and, really started working towards a goal, um, got back into running marathons and, um, yeah. So, and then the last couple of years I've gotten in my mind that I want to, like, I wanted to run Boston. So that was a big, mm. that's been a big, big driver the last couple of years. And I didn't necessarily know if it was going to be possible. And, um, and then this year, 2017, I did, I did run, um, a Boston qualifying time oh. twice. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, just not quite fast enough to actually get into the race, right. but um, so that's that's that continues to be a goal of mine. Um, and that's you know I'm going to run Eugene in in April and and uh, and try to hit that. So I got about four months to to gear up for that. So it's become more a part of my life, and I've I've gotten a lot. I've gotten really involved with our local running group, the Palouse Road Runners, and um, you know, run our, run our social media and that mm -hmm. kind of thing and, and organize some races and, um, trail races and things like that too. And, um, so really getting other people out and finding different, finding ways to, to get people out who maybe think it's kind of unattainable. Cause I had that same thought, 
um, you know, 10 years ago. I was like, not even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when my older brothers were talking to me about it, I was like, this is not for me, you know? Right. So, and, and it's because of these people in my life that I've re- reached this point that I feel like, it's like, you know what, until you actually get out there, you don't know what you're capable of. And, and you can surprise yourself almost, you know, every day you can surprise yourself. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely become a bigger part of my life in the last several years. And, and, um, you know, my kids, have been running with me a little bit and, and, and they've done a couple of five K's at this point and, you know, and I mean, there's a lot of walking involved, but mm-hmm. they seem to, they seem to have fun. And, um, and so I think, I think it's pretty beneficial and I just want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to, to do it. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I can, I can certainly speak on, uh, running with the kids. I, we have a, a three-year-old and, uh, you know, yeah. she, she just loves to, to, to go out running. Um, you know, I mean, again, you know, it's, we're talking maybe, maybe a 10th of a mile down the, down the street while we're walking the dogs and then 10th of the mile coming back to the house or whatever. But, um, she just loves it. And, and I, I'm certainly, um, already starting to, you know, trying to be that, trying not to be that parent that like pushes your kid to do what you want them to do. But it's like, boy, right. it'd, be, it'd be awesome if, you know, in another five or eight or 10 years or whatever, you know, to, to run a couple of, of races actually with her, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if she, if she sticks with it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely cool to see the little ones pick up those, those, uh, hobbies as well. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Like we've, they've done a couple of like, like kids races mm-hmm. that are like one K, you know, and at first when they were younger, they were just kind of like, like they didn't know what to expect and they would kind of, uh, like it would be a little too stressful for them. And, <laughs> um, but now, you know, they, um, and, and my wife obviously is a runner too. And, but you know, we'll come back from a run and we tend to alternate cause that's how we can mm-hmm. take care of the kids at the same time. <laughs> um, somebody like she or I will come back from a run and, and the kids the will be like, goes, did you go for right. a run? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, so they're excited to see us run. And then, um, when we do like the kids races now, they, they go out and they actually kind of run hard and like they're, they're smiling the whole way. So, um, yeah, I tried, I definitely had to hold back on like, you can run harder, you know, a couple <laughs> years ago, I was like, you can run faster than this. And, um, anyway, I, hopefully I don't push them and they can just come into it and, and start loving it, the sport on their own. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. when you, when you kind of got back into, into running, um, you know, just a few years ago when you kind of got it, took it, took it a little more seriously and then kind of came back into the fold, uh, you know, to, to where we are today. Um, was, was it, uh, how, how much of a struggle was it to, to, to get going? Cause I feel like, um, I've talked to a few folks who, you know, stopped and started at various points along their way, which sounds kind of like what you did. Um, and, and at some point it, it kind of clicks. So, you know, obviously it clicks and that's why they're still doing it. And it obviously it clicked for you at some point as well. Was it difficult getting back into it? Would it go pretty easy or, or what was the, the, the turning point where it was like, I really enjoy doing this now instead of just something that I do to try to be a little bit healthier or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, you know, it started pretty, it started slow. Um, I would do like I was basically not running for a couple of years, like not that I was running once a week or something. I was essentially not running. Um, and it started slow with maybe like two miles. I would go for a run for like two miles or something like that. And, um, slowly, like it took time. I think that's what people need to understand is like, if you get into it, like you just have to be patient. Like I didn't jump back in thinking like, Oh, I'm going to go qualify for Boston or I'm going to run a marathon or whatever. Um, it was just like, you know, I'm just going to start trying to be more consistent and, and, and do these short runs. And, um, so yeah, it was like two miles per run for, for a while. And then I maybe mix in like a four miler or something like that. And, um, and it wasn't easy. I weighed, geez, I probably weighed about 50 pounds more than I do now. Um, maybe 40, I don't know. But, um, so it started slow and, um, I had probably partly because of my weight, um, you know, I had like some pain in my knee, um, that kind of thing. And, um, and actually it was like when I, 
when I found ultras, when I found ultra shoes, like that kind of just changed. It wasn't necessarily, I mean, the shoes obviously are a big part of it, but it made me think more about like my gait and to end just how I, my foot strike and that kind of thing. And just how I was, um, at, like how I was actually, uh, running like the technique. Um, and you think this would come like second nature. Cause I did, I did coach track <laughs> for, <laughs> for like, eight, for like eight years during the same, this was like at the same time period. Um, but what I found was that I was, I was mostly like a heel striker and, um, and then I got into like running in ultras and that just made me think more about it. And, um, so that helped a lot with just kind of alleviating pain and, um, just helping me be more healthy in general, like healthy in the terms of like not injured. Um, and then once, once I started, you know, being able to run without pain, probably after, after about a year and like, and at the same time I was dropping weight, you know, mm-hmm. so it all, it was kind of like a perfect storm of things happening there. Um, it just, it got a lot easier and, um, I started getting back into the, into half marathons and then, um, I ran a, a local marathon called the Tri-Cities Marathon and in about 345 and it was like, I was like, oh, okay, this is, and I did still have some pain, like knee pain then, but I was like, oh, I'm actually making like some pretty good progress here. Like, you know, maybe this is possible. And, um, so it was, it was probably like two years ago that things and it also coincided when, like I mentioned before, when I got more involved with our local running group. And, um, so really there was a couple of different things going on and, and, um, it's, I do think a big part of that is just being healthy and, um, not, you, you know, if you, if you're training too hard or if you're not willing to kind of just listen to your body, um, you can hurt yourself. And, um, that's a big thing that I'm a proponent of is just, I don't, I don't need to run hard. Um, one, one drawback sometimes when I run with my, some of my friends is, um, I might run a little harder or <laughs> faster, faster than I should. And, um, what I found is that I'll just drop back, even if it's mm-hmm. like a group run, like it's, it's okay to just run like a nine minute mile and like go out and, and not push myself. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've maintained my health. I think that was the big point where it's like, it feels good and, 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 um, I'm ready to, to start actually setting some goals. So. Yeah, it's it's there's so many things in there that that I I I, I loved about about the answer and and, and maybe the, the biggest one um, was was that you said you know I came back slow like there was no rush you know and and maybe that was a little bit easier for you I'm just I'm kind of making my own conclusions here but maybe that's a little bit more easy for you because you weren't all in on running and I'm thinking about folks that are listening to the show right now that are avid runners and, and they've been sidelined for some reason or another. Maybe it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's an, an injury that they've had to you know re- recover from and, and they're maybe getting back to getting back into it or some life event that, that took them out of, out of being able to run. Just life was crazy for a couple of years and now they're ready to get back into it. Um, and just, just the importance to stress, to be patient, to, to ease back in. Like, you know, if you haven't run in a few months, six months, eight months, a year, two years, whatever it's been, um, or at least been very hit or miss about it. Like, yeah, you, you, you got to let go of that's what I used to do and, and start basically start from scratch, which is obviously what you did. And, and yeah, there, there's something to be said about being pain-free after your runs as opposed to like always being hurting all the time. It's, it makes it a little more mm-hmm. fun when it doesn't hurt all the time. Yeah. I think, you know, I think there's a, a maybe a, a, perc- a perception that um, just getting started running is like a huge time commitment and that kind of thing. But if you do start small, and you start, even if you're just starting like fresh or coming back from injury and you start with like one or two miles, you know, like it's really not a, like basically you can find time to do it. It's really about just getting out and doing it and trying to make it um, more of a, a consistent kind of um, like an everyday thing. Maybe not every day, but you know like what I mean, like a regular thing. And um, and then as it starts feeling better, you start you start getting better and you see progress. You then 
um, then you kind of find the time and, you know, it becomes more of a priority because you're like this, it feels good. Like, um, not just the run part, but I feel better in general, both mentally and physically. So, um, it becomes more of more integrated into your life. Like for me, like I can't imagine, like there's days where I don't run and like, and I know that maybe I won't have time for a run or something like that. And I'm just like, Oh man, this is like going to be such a, <laughs> it's going to be such a long day. Cause I can't go out and I can't go out and run and think. And, and that's a big part of it too. I, I really like to think and, and just, um, and just reflect on like what's been going on during the day or, or that, or think about like an upcoming meeting or something like that. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir about what do, what do I do when I can't run for a day or two days or good Lord, what if I had to take three or four days off for, for travel or this or that or the other, like, <laughs> It's, it's not a, does, doesn't it result in a, in a good situation mentally or, or, or whatever the, the attitude kind of goes out the window if I don't get a run at least every couple of days. Yeah. Right now I'm, I, I mean, it's a couple of days before, uh, Christmas, about mm-hmm. five days before Christmas as we're speaking right now. So I'm already thinking about like, you know, we're going to go up and visit uh, my parents and I'm going to go down and visit Amy's mom. And um, there's going to be a couple of days where it's going to be tough to, to get out and, um, and find the time to, to do it, but I, you know, I'm going to have to do that. So, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I got a, a question for you kind of based on, on what you just said, like this is going to be released uh, a few weeks after the new year. So the, the holiday, mm-hmm. uh, hustle and bustle will have already died down and the folks are listening to this going, yeah, it's, it's the middle of January right now. What are you, what are you guys talking about? But, um, something <laughs> that, that I just kind of an idea that, that came out of, I don't know where somewhere it, it kind of came to me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'd love to get your thoughts on, on this as, as a possible, solution or alternative when, when you're in a situation like, like, like a lot of us are right now as, as again, as we're recording this, it's right around the, the Christmas holidays, um, the new year's coming, like it's just schedules are crazy. Um, and I've thought about kind of almost treating this period when, when life is crazy, it could be a final exam time. It could be a, a busy, you know, tax season time. If you're, if you work in that type of industry, whatever it is, when life is crazy mm-hmm. for you, if you, if you know, it's going to be a, a hot mess for a couple of weeks, what do you think about the idea of, of almost treating that like a, a mini taper, even though you don't have a race coming up, but you just kind of taper for, for 10 days or two weeks. You, you get a couple runs as you can, but probably cut the volume way back. Maybe get one hard ish run, but nothing crazy. Um, and then once ever that, that deadline or that, that busy time passes, like you're fresh and ready to go. And, and yes, it's, you're not getting that stress relief burn off from, from getting your runs and things like that. But maybe, I don't know. What, what do you think about that being a, an alternative as, as a way of kind of managing? I can't run as much as I would like to, because of all these other reasons, but you know, almost eyeing it like I'm just tapering right now, and in two weeks I'll be able to go. As opposed to like, oh God, what am I going to do? I can't run tomorrow, and I'm not. I didn't get to run today, and like, what am I going to do? I, does that make any sense to, to you at all? Yeah, I think the thing is like if you come in, um, I think it's it just bases like it's based on your your frame of mind, right? Like if you if you kind of set it up that way in your in your brain, and you're like, you know what? I know that I'm going to be busy. I'm going to maybe hit cut back a little bit and then start fresh in a couple of weeks, that kind of thing. Like if you're looking forward to that, I think that would, it would definitely be beneficial. It'd be like a taper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, if it, if you're unexpectedly hit with like, Oh my God, I just got really busy <laughs> yeah. and I've only ran, I've only ran like once or twice this week or whatever it is, you know, like maybe just a lot less than you're normally used to, then it can feel kind of, uh, disheartening and, and, um, like you're falling, maybe not falling behind, but like you're, um, uh, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for, but right. it's just not doing what you want to do. And um, I do think, though, that setting it up. And I, I actually have a, a friend who um, I run with uh, every once in a while. Like we do long runs together sometimes. But he'll take 
almost the whole month of December off. Mm. Like he'll just stop running for like a month and then start back up and start for, start training for like a half marathon in January. Um, I don't know that I could do that <laughs> at, at least, at least not right now. He's, he's a bit older than me, but, um, um, but I could see how that would be almost, you know, refreshing and not just, mm. I, obviously it would help. I think your body recover and you would come back fresh. And, um, but I think mentally, if, if you set it up right in your own brain, then um, you're going to come back and you'd be like, all right, I had a good year. I've, um, I just took this time off and now I'm ready to start training for whatever race or whatever your goal is, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I could see that. And then, so, and then, then what you were saying was if you know that you're going to be really busy and you set it up that way, and then you'll be, um, almost relieved, you'll, you'll still be kind of achieving your goals. And um, it's really just about like kind of, uh, maybe altering your expectations of, of, of yourself and, um, of your family and that kind of thing around kind of whatever busy time of year, your busy time of year is. So, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And that's, and that's a, a good, a good point that I hadn't f- fully formulated yet that if, if you know, it's coming, it's one thing to be able to plan and get your mind wrapped around it, whatever, whatever that's going to look like for you. But yeah, if it, if it just something hits you out of nowhere, um, mm-hmm. it's then, then you just, you're just holding on by the seat of your pants and, and hopefully you can get a, a run or two in just to keep, keep, uh, keep the same train going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, a couple of, I, I want to shift gears a little bit, but before we do, uh, Ben, you know, just want to, to remind everybody that today's episode is uh, brought to you in part by uh, the good folks over at Ultra. That, that that's how Ben and I connected, and, and uh, um, have, have uh, you know been in the in the, in the ambassador group and, and continue to uh, um, you know just just at least for me, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you, Ben, but I'm, I'm always amazed by what the things that the people are doing in that group. That just you know, mm-hmm. like 50k is like a warm up for half of them. It's 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 a ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous place to be. But uh, we we got there because of a, of a of a mutual love for for the shoes. You talked about it a little bit how they the, the shoes kind of you know in in addition to a lot of other things helped you to to kind of maybe be a little bit more pain free with your running and i have a a very similar story that everybody's heard a dozen times so we're not going to bore them with that but uh for the sponsor today i'd I'd love to just ask you um what uh what are your favorite pair of of ultra shoes what's your favorite uh, model of of the dozen varieties that you have and and in my opinion all of them are pretty darn good but uh Mm -hmm. what's your favorite and why i would say um I do have several favorites. I have a pretty good rotation going, but um, I would say that the one uh, Ultra One V3 right now is yeah. is my favorite, and um, the reason is I I I tend to go more towards the minimal side of shoes. Um, it's it's definitely not a minimalist type of a shoe, but it's it's lightweight and it's a, it's meant to be um, kind of a racing type of a a shoe. It's not a flat, but it, it's it's lightweight and it's um and it's good for racing. Um, I actually like it's a uh, um, this version, I like it a little better than the last version because it's yeah. it's a bit fir- it's a bit firmer underfoot, um, and um, it's it it still has good support. Like I, I do like the Escalante, which is another good road one, but um, sometimes it can be squishy. So I do I do rotate through uh, you know multiple types, but I think the one is is definitely my favorite right now. I just did a 50k in the one the other day, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. So it was I mean it holds up. It's not just like a short racing shoe. It, it's it's good for longer stuff too. So. Yeah, that's 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 definitely a good one. I, although I, I will um, disagree slightly that I liked I liked the the last version just a little bit better. I liked it being a little bit softer. But um, oh, yeah. you're right, it it is still a great shoe and, and, and certainly something that uh, is is a, a regular part of, of my rotation as well. So uh, guys, if you want to check out anything any other shoes that that Ultra has, um, you know, and and you know as as we're getting into the new year, um, spoiler alert. There's going to be some new models coming out soon, which means that uh, the ones that are available now might be uh, marked down pretty soon if they're not already. So, um, you know, just a little insider tip there. If, if you're going to get some, some shoes online, uh, that, that might be uh, 
uh, something to, to look at. So uh, disruns.com slash ultra will redirect you right there um, and let you know or let them know that you came from from here. Um, but uh, definitely definitely check out the, the ones um, and there'll probably be a one V four coming up somewhere somewhere down the line. Uh, but the one V three is definitely definitely a good shoe. Um, so so Ben, uh, a couple of things that, that you mentioned um, a few minutes back that I would love to bring bring back up a little bit. Um, the coaching, the coaching track, coaching coaching cross country. How how did you get and, and especially with with like you said, I mean you know with where you were. Eight ten years ago, like you weren't as, as mm-hmm. much of a runner now, but you were you were coaching. Uh, the, the, right, the coaching. How did how did that uh, come about? Um, so I did. So in high school, I did do track and field, but I was uh, I wasn't much of a runner. I was a thrower actually. Um, so I, you know, I would run relays if my coach wanted me to, and um, I even ran the occasional mile or a two mile, like if my coach needed me to. But um, I was typically a thrower, and that was about it. And um, but I always enjoyed my time uh, being on the on the track team. So. Um, let's see, the opportunity came up, I think it was about 2006, maybe 2005. I don't remember exactly, but, um, one of my friends who I met in college, um, his name's Ed, he became the coach or he was an assistant coach out at this high school, Troy high school, which is just a couple miles away outside of town. And, um, he was the assistant there and he became the head coach. And, and he obviously knew that we had similar, like we were both in track and field, like we were in school at the same time at different schools, but we kind of knew of each other. And he just kind of, we were talking about it and he's like, Hey, would you be interested in coaching? And I was like, you know, I, I think that would be fun. Cause I've, I've actually, you know, I studied like education, um, and I, um, studied like recreation and sports management. So it's, it's kind of right up like mm-hmm. my alley, like, t- like working with youth, like helping them develop that kind of thing. So, um, that's how I got involved. And, um, and so that's, that's basically how I started. And I initially, I started by coaching the throwers, but then I got into the jump, uh, started working with the jumpers. And, um, and then when I became, started getting into distance running more, I started working with the distance runners. So, um, it was so much fun. Um, I don't, I don't do it anymore, but, um, I really, I really loved, um, working with the kids and, and just watching them develop. And I think there's just something about track and field tends to be kind of like an individual type sport. I mean, we tried to focus on like the team aspect of it. Um, but really it's, it's kind of like doing your personal best and, mm-hmm. and, um, kind of setting your own goals and, and that in turn would contribute to the team. But, um, but it's such a confidence builder for kids, uh, to get out there and, and work hard and then to see results. So, um, it was a, t- it was a ton of fun and I did it for a long time. And then the thing that changed really was that, um, well, I, well, part of it was what I had my own kids. Um, mm-hmm. so that was, that was a part of it. And then we, uh, and then I took a different job that was, um, about 15 miles on in the other direction of where I would be coaching. And then, and I, and I tried to make it work for another year or two, um, kind of on a reduced basis, but I was essentially commuting like an hour each way to mm-hmm. coach, um, and so it just got to the point where with that and then my kids getting older and I, and they were starting to kind of do their, their own type of sports and things mm-hmm. that I wanted to go watch. Um, it just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't tenable to keep that going. So I do, I do still try to, um, I, I love going to track meets like high school track mm-hmm. meets are so fun to watch and I will take my kids to those and, and teach them about like the distances and the races and who to watch and that kind of thing. And that's a lot of fun. And, um, and I will, I do help, um, put on, um, a couple track meets here and there throughout the, the area, just helping organize it or helping with the timing and that kind of thing. So, um, 
I do stay involved, but it's more, uh, it's a lower priority and, um, it's right. when I can kind of, when I can kind of fit things in. So, well, and that's, and that's the natural evolution for all of us and on, on various different things, different hobbies, different, different pursuits, things like that is, you know, as, as your life situation changes, sometimes you, know, you can't keep doing everything. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta make the choices and make the changes that uh, are required by, by life, you know, doing what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's things like with, with your kids and your family, like that isn't going to take back seat you know right. so like and and it shouldn't it should be like i i i hope that when you know like i go out and run or when amy goes out and run that we have the um we're obviously taking time for ourselves and and that kind of thing but it, it i think overall kind of benefits the whole family and and sets a good example and um and it doesn't negatively affect like our our kids experience and mm-hmm. in, in growing up so yeah, yeah certainly certainly what uh from from your time as a coach um, and this, this, I don't know if this will be a, a good question or not. So I'll throw it out there. And if it, if it flops, it flops. It wouldn't be the first time that I've had a flop question on, on the show. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, as, as a coach, I think, you know, and even, even for myself who, who coaches uh, adults, you know, adult runners, um, I, I always feel like the, 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 uh, the easiest, you know, the, the, the most logical thing is that, you know, the coaches is, is, is helping the runners, help, helping the, the people that they're working with and, and helping them to, to learn and grow and improve themselves. But I've certainly known that on my end, I've learned a lot from the people that I've, that I've, you know, in charge of coaching. And just curious if, if in your time coaching at, at the, at the high school level with, with the kids, um, were the things that they taught you, uh, that, that, uh, you know, lessons that, that you're still following to this day? Cause I'm assuming, I'm going to assume that you, probably some of the lessons that you distilled on them are still impacting them. I, I wonder if that goes both ways. Um, I think it does. It, um, I don't know, like, I can't think of a specific example as far as like running goes. I definitely learned a lot through the coaching experience as far as like setting up training plans and, and I mean, just simple things like, um, fart licks and, and tapers and, um, you know, like those kind of things. I've definitely learned a lot through that experience, but I don't know as far as running goes that I've learned a lot from this, the, the kids that I work with, but, um, just from a life kind of experience, like I, I, I had to learn a lot of like learn how to be patient because mm-hmm. um, they're kids and they <laughs> right. and they and they they goof off and you know maybe getting a PR isn't like their main priority you know so it's like it's more about like being patient and um, I definitely think that it because I, I I think I coached for maybe four or five years before I had our first um, our first child and and um, it. Like I feel like that experience working with those kids may has made me a better father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's totally like because um, I was able to kind of go through those growing pains of like having to be responsible for like uh, you know kids who necessarily couldn't look out for themselves or didn't know what they should be doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like I had it's almost like a training period. Like I had these four or five years of like coaching kids who are kind of goofballs and and I had to, I was responsible for essentially and then. Um, and then once my own kids came, I was like, I was able to use a lot of the lessons I learned. And, and obviously, like I said before, like just being more patient and that kind of thing. And, um, I do, I do think that I'm continuing to grow in that respect, but, um, that was a big part of it. Like, um, I think, you know, and I think they know that too, cause, um, you know, I have a connection with a lot of these, I mean, they're adults now, mm-hmm. the, the kids that I coached, but, um, you know, I still see them around town and they'll still call me coach and that, that feels good. But then, you know, they know my kids and they, mm. um, like interact with them and, and, um, to be able to talk to my own kids about like how, like, oh yeah, I coached them when they were in school and, and they ran, you know, they ran track and that kind of thing. And, um, so, you know, I think in overall, I think it's made me a better person and, and a better, a better dad too. 
That's, that's awesome. That's really cool that it, uh, the, the interactions are still there. Um, even, even without, you know, they, they've moved on and like you said, they've grown up, they're adults now and, and to still see them once yeah. in a while, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Yes. I mean, it is like some of them are still just kind of around town and, um, some of them have kids now and, you know, it's just, it kind of helps me, uh, realize on a regular basis, like how old I'm getting to. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess, I guess there's always that side of the coin when, when, you, when uh, you see, you see those, you know, the, the kids from when, when you were younger, they're, they're not young anymore. They're, they're adults. And it's like, well, God, I guess I got, I guess I got a little older too. I, I do that every time I go home. Like I grew up in Northern Michigan and every once in a while I go back home and you know, there's, there's people from people from church or people from, you know, that, that were, friends, you know, friends of the family that, that were young when I was graduating high school. It's like, Oh my God, like you're in college now. Like, how did that happen? It's, it's, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess one thing that'll never stop. We'll just keep getting older. And, and, yep. um, yep. no, those are, those are good reminders. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, as, as we're kind of near and near and wrapping this thing up for today, um, I'd love to talk a little bit, uh, but before we do about, about the community, I, I get the sense and, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm wrong, but obviously you can correct me if I am that, that, the the other runners having having fun having that that relationship is is important to you both from you know like like coaching and being you know being around a team um running with mm-hmm. r- running with folks and and you know being part of of the the running club in town and and just bringing you know getting other people excited about the sport um wh- what is it about the the running community um that that is so powerful for you or what is the, what is the draw because I, I i feel like everybody just about everybody, you know, the proverbial, everybody loves the running community, but we all have our different mm-hmm. aspects of it that we really enjoy the most. So what is, what is for you kind of the, the draw of, of being around other, other runners, um, both online and, and in person? Um, I think from a local, like, let's say my like physically local community here on the Palouse, um, you know, the, just having, I, when I first got it, when I first got involved with the Palouse road runners, I wasn't, I wasn't involved at any kind of like, um, organizing level, but you know, I, they had, they had some structure with like track workouts on Tuesdays and, um, long runs on Sundays and, and that kind of thing. So that just kind of helped me do different types of running. Um, so the structure, like having someone and knowing that there was going to be other people there, um, was good when I got, when I started getting back into it, like we were talking about earlier. Um, so that was a big part of it. And then, um, through those experiences, just getting to know, um, getting to know more people. And, and, um, really it was the the people here, um, in that group that got me more involved in like running on trails and, and really, even though I've lived here for a long time, got me up on, um, up on Moscow mountain and onto the, the running and mountain biking trails up there. So, um, I think there's just, like when you're with other people and I'm, I'm definitely an introvert. Like I don't like, I like to have my quiet time. Like that's how I recharge. And, um, I do like when I have a long run, like if I can go out for a long run by myself, like that is like a pretty good time for me. (laughs) Um, but, um, when you have other people, you learn about like kind of what they're going through and, and maybe lessons they've learned. And, um, you just do a lot of talking and, um, I think we all are looking for a community in some way or another, whether that's through um, social groups or, or church or, or um, running groups or whatever it is. But um, so with, with this running group, I, I, I understand the struggles that people are going through, even though people are at different levels. And um, so, so it's, it's just locally, like having people here that have gotten me exposed to different, different things has been just awesome. Um social, like social media, you know, that's, that has been 
like I re- I've always really enjoyed taking photographs. Um, that's always been kind of like my, my artistic outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so, you know, I, it was kind of unexpected with, um, with Instagram. Like, I, I guess it just never occurred to me that there was like a big kind of like, <laughs> like running kind of community thing on Instagram and especially like the trails and like mountains. And like, I've, I grew up in the outdoors, you know, I've always been, um, like an outdoor type person. So, um, once I found that, I was just like, Oh, this is amazing. Like, um, to, to <laughs> kind of like you're talking about the Pacific Northwest, like you get to see like this amazing place. And of course you don't get to, see, you know, no one's going to maybe post the ugly pictures or whatever, but, um, it's just given me so much exposure. Like, uh, one example is just, um, you know, there's a, a town in central Oregon called bend, which you probably <laughs> have heard of, but, um, you know, like, as far as I was concerned, like there's no real, no reason to go to bend, um, you know, like years ago, like I, it's just kind of in the middle of Oregon and unless you're going to bend, you wouldn't be going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of through Instagram. I was like, wow, there's some really cool stuff around there. And, um, so it's just kind of exposed me to different things. And, um, you know, we're going to go down there for, we're take like, we're going to go down there for a week this next summer in 2018, just to kind of explore and, and, and run around. And, um, so it's just, like it's almost like uh it's a window to just the possibilities that are out there as far as like running goes and and travel and that kind of thing and um we definitely like to explore and we try to get all over the northwest and um but yeah the community itself has been um very encouraging you know like people will comment about how like i inspire them or whatever and i'm just like well that's awesome i wasn't even trying to do that but that's so cool (laughs) but then i find it goes both ways too you know like i see someone and they've achieved some goal and 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 uh you know i'll just i'll react and i'll be like this is awesome like that you that you are able to do this you know and and um so it goes both ways and and um so i think that that's um you know not necessarily something i was looking for when i got into like instagram but like once i found it i was like wow this is this is pretty awesome and it's definitely kept me inspired and motivated and and kind of exploring new places and that kind of thing so um it's i think running community in general whether it's your your local community or, or on social media i think is a is a pretty awesome thing yeah you, you'll certainly get uh, no arguments from me and and uh um, I, I love that, that part about being inspired by others because, um, I, I've had the, the conversation with folks before who are, you know, quote unquote slow, um, you know, whatever, whatever they right. think that I'm, I'm too slow. I'm not inspiring anybody. And it's like, no, like, like a, there's always somebody, you know, quote unquote slower than you or, or newer to the sport than you. So they're looking up to you no matter how fast or slow you might be. But also just, just like you said, I mean, when somebody just sets a goal and, and works towards it and achieves it, like, it doesn't matter if that's a six hour marathon or a, or a two and a half hour marathon. Like that's still awesome that like, and it's still inspiring to see somebody like doing the work and, and, and making the progress. So, um, yeah, that the inspiration mm-hmm. piece is, uh, is, is a really cool thing for sure. Yeah, totally agree. So, yeah. uh, as, as we're, uh, officially getting uh, I promise now this is the, the official wrapping up here point, Ben, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the way I like to, to end the show is with, um, something that I, that I call a philosophical question and it's not designed to be scary or, or uh, anything like that. It's very similar to kind of the introductory question. So something that, um, ba- just kind of based on, on how our conversation goes, I'll kind of pull, pull something, um, that, that's very open-ended, very, very, again, simple question can be a very simple answer can be something that, that we ramble on for another eight or 10 or 12 or 15 minutes, however long it takes for you to, to feel like you you've answered it. But, um, this will be, this will be the, the final question for today. And I would just be curious to, to, to know, um, for, for you, for you, what would be your ideal run? Um, you know, location, 
distance, solo versus with company, um, time of year, or any anything that, that for you would be like, man, if I could if I could do this run every day for the rest of my life, boy, would I be a happy camper? How would how would you describe uh, that run? That's a good question. Um, it wouldn't be a race. Um, I can say that. Like I, I do enjoy racing, mm-hmm. um, but it's a different feel. I think. I think what it would be would be kind of. Um, it would be a probably a long trail run, maybe like um, maybe like twenty five to thirty miles, and um, and not necessarily knowing. Um, the trail, you know what I mean? Like not something that I've done before. Um, I, I, I've had a couple of experiences where I've gotten out on trails and, and there's almost like that sense of like unease, like I'm not sure exactly where I am. And, (laughs) um, and, and there's almost like a sense sometimes of like, there's something watching you like from the woods or whatever. So I do a lot of running in in the woods, like our trails are in the forest basically Mm -hmm. here. So, um, and we do, I mean, we have things like bears and, and mountain lions and, um, and we have a lot of moose, like just kind of, not that a moose is going to necessarily attack you, but, um, they, they definitely have come, come at me before. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, I think it would be probably on my own, a long trail run, something I could think and just, um, and, and not necessarily running for a certain pace by any means, but, um, one that I'm able to. Um, stop and and really admire the views and take pictures and just kind of take it in and um and um kind of spend like obviously i would want you know nice weather like 70 degrees maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little cooler than that but um you know whatever whatever the weather is i can deal with it but um i think just like just that kind of sense of of peace and um and then and that's almost that's almost kind of like i can come back and um feel like that was really beneficial to my, my well-being and, um, and be able to like share, like, I do like showing like my, my kids, Avery and Cody, like the pictures of my runs and things like that. And they're like, Oh, wow. And so, um, you know, being able to share like that kind of experience, um, too, I think is, is pretty cool. But yeah, I think being out in nature, um, for an extended period of time and not knowing exactly how long it's going to take me or, um, or maybe even um, know exactly how I'm going to get back, that kind of thing. Like, it's just, it's kind of like an adventure. So I think that would be my ideal run. Mm, that's, sounds pretty darn good. So I'll, I'll accept that as a, as a very quality answer and a very good way to, to wrap things up today. So um, again, guys, if you want to connect with Ben and, and see some of those photos and, and it's definitely worth uh, worth having it in your feed and, and scrolling through it on Instagram once in a while. Um, it's at Palouse Runner again, P-A-L-O-U. S E underscore runner, um, on the Instagram. And if you're, if you're interested in, in, uh, Eugene, which we mentioned here and there, but we didn't really get into talking about it too much, um, and saving $10 on, on, on your race entry. Um, definitely, definitely uh, get that, get that, uh, discount code again, E M A M B B C one eight. Uh, we'll have that linked up in the show notes and it's on, uh, it's on Ben's, um, Instagram bio as well, but, uh, disruns.com slash five, two, two for the show notes today. Um, head over there. If there's anything that, uh, you want that we, uh, referenced, you need some more information on it. It'll be linked up there as well. So, uh, Ben, thank you uh, so much for, for making the time today. Um, definitely, uh, looking forward to, to, you know, to, to staying in touch and, and seeing how things go for you in the future, but uh, certainly wishing you nothing but the best in, in 2018 and beyond. So uh, thanks again for the time and, and all the best, my friend. 
All right. Thanks, Danny. It's been, it was, it was a great time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between Ben and myself. And as always, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from our conversation today. What was, what was that thing that we talked about that uh, kind of rattled around in your head a little bit and, and made you stop and go, huh? Yeah, that was, that was an interesting, interesting little nugget there. Um, for me, it was, I'm kind of going to be going to kind of connect some, some dots here, but, um, obviously Ben has a, a passion for the running community, for being a part of it, for helping others out and, and, and just the role that the running community and, and that the social dynamic of our sport has for him. And, you know, a lot of us, I think can, can relate to that on one level or another. The, the running community is, is great online and in person. And, uh, I mean, shoot, we're, we're all connected as part of that, that community in and of itself. And, uh, so, so all of that to say that, that what stood out to me or, or what kind of um, clicked in my head when, when talking to Ben today and, and, you know, as he was talking a bit more about, about the running community and I started to think a little bit more about it after, after we finished our conversation is that um, whether or not you're a huge person that, or whether or not you're the type of person that really partakes in the community itself, whether you're super active on social media or whether you're, you're that guy or that gal that hangs out at the coffee shop after the, the long run on the weekend and is there until the last person leaves, um, whether or not that's you, we are that community for other folks, you know? So, um, if you're the kind of person and, and there's nothing wrong with this, I've done it in the past. Um, but if you're the kind of person that finishes a race, you get your medal or you get your, your slice of watermelon or whatever is at the finish line and you jet out, that's Okay. You know, we all have lives. We're busy. Maybe you've got things that you have to get to shortly after the race. But if you don't, I just like to encourage you to, to hang out a little bit, hang out at the finish line, hang out, support the runners that are coming in behind you. Um, and just, and just be that community for other folks. You know, if, if you're not super active on social media, that's cool. But if you are like engage with people once in a while, it, it, you know, start a conversation, ask a question, um, you know, people that, that you're connected to follow up with them, ask how they're doing. How, how are things going? Hey, haven't seen you on Twitter for the last few months. Is everything okay? How's your running going? Have you, have you done any races? Um, be that community to other folks because there's a lot of folks and you might be one of them, but there's a lot of folks that, that would, would love to have more community that, that are in small towns that run by themselves, that, that, that travel a lot and they're, they're not able to get latched in with a, with a good running group or running community in, in their location. Um, and so we need to be that for them, whether it's at a race, whether, whether you're out of town at a race, just hang out and talk to people, whether it's a local race, whether it's online, whatever it is, so many of us love the running community and we love being a part of it. And we love the little niches that we have developed in there. I mean, shoot, I've, I've got one, you know, and I love having you as part of my little corner of, of the online running community and the, the virtual running community. And, and for some of us in the, in the in-person running community, but let's, let's remember to do that for others. Let's remember to step outside of our own little bubbles, our own little areas of the community and, uh, really be there for other people, really be that community to other folks, because you never know who's new to the sport and doesn't really know what they're doing and might be having a bad day or a bad race. And just think, you know what the hell with this? I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I belong here and your smile, your encouragement could be that thing that, uh, helps them to decide to, to try it one more time. And, uh, we all know that it doesn't take too many times of, of being a part of, of the running community, being around runners to start to really feel a pull, feel a pull and, and to become, you know, part of it ourselves. So, um, I guess that's, I guess that's what I'm saying here is that my takeaway was the, just the reminder that we all need to be part of the running community. We all love the running community so much, but we need to make sure that we're, we're being that 
for other runners as well. And especially for those who are new to our sport. So, um, long winded way of saying that the running community is, uh, important. And that was, that was my takeaway from today's episode. But what about you? What was, what was it that stood out to you? Was it running community related or was it something else? Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at disruns. Shoot me an email. Disruns at gmail.com. And as always, you can head over to the show notes for this episode and leave a comment there. And uh, for this episode, we're talking disruns.com slash five, two, two, leave a comment there. And that way it'll live on for all of, uh, eternity or at least all of the internet's eternity as long as as long as there's the internet's uh that that comment will live there as well and other folks can see it and chime in and add to it and uh you know that that can happen for months and years down the road which is which is kind of cool so uh that is it for today don't forget disruns.com slash ultra if you don't have a a a running store in your area that that, uh, sells ultra products uh you can get them online and like i said there's there's some deals right now and uh, as as spring continues to unfold, um, although it's still winter for a lot of you, but uh, as as winter continues to wind down and spring starts to ramp up, there's going to be more and more shoes coming out, so you have the chance to get new models or get those discounts on the old models. And whichever option you choose, um, if you use the link disruns.com/ultra, uh, not only are you get yourself a good pair of shoes or some good some good apparel, they've got apparel there too, but uh, you'll also be uh, keeping helping keep the lights on here at the. Uh, the uh, the office day diz the, the casa day diz if you will keeping food on Addison's plate and uh, the lights on overhead uh, and the show coming out so uh, it's a great way to support the show that literally costs you nothing it's the exact same price as you'd pay if you didn't go through the link but it does roll a little a small little commission my way and it's very much appreciated so uh, with that we'll go ahead and uh, officially put this bow on this thing um, thanks for listening hope you enjoyed this one if you did tell a friend uh, it's it's always uh, appreciated when you help to spread the word and uh, it definitely moves the needle so if you enjoyed this episode. Um, or any episode, share it on your, your favorite social medias or tell somebody at you know, your running group, whatever it is, uh, spread the word. Thank you for doing so. Uh, and until next time, please be well, please take good care. And uh, we'll talk soon, guys. TTFN.